Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Meetup. This is the segment of our school's podcast, Press Play, where we discuss anything and everything related to student and community life. I'm your host, Deborah Godette, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ayana Tucker. Yeah, welcome, Ayana. I'm glad to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Today we're going to be discussing Chef's Go, which uh, is the uh, workforce credential here at Thomas Nelson Community College. And with us today, we have Holly Herrick. She is the Chef's Go lead instructor. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, Deborah, ladies. We're happy to have you here. Happy to have you. (laughs) Thank you. So let's get right to it. Indeed. (laughs) Um, Would you please tell us about yourself and your personal journey with Chef's Go and how you discovered your passion for cooking? Absolutely. Uh, Well, I've I've only been in Williamsburg just over a year. I moved here from Charleston, South Carolina, where I lived um, for 20 years and worked for a newspaper there as a restaurant critic and food journalist um, while I was also busy writing about it turns out 10 cookbooks. Um, I found Chef's Go because when I moved here, I really, it was sort of, it's kind of a long story. It's, it's some of it's personal with, with, uh, you know, romance, boyfriend, etc. But a lot of it's because I just love the area and I felt like I needed to be, um, in a, in a region that had a little bit more season than just, you know, just boiling August. But Charleston has an amazing food scene and it just was awesome to be there. So um, I found Chef's Go because I really knew not, I, I knew there must be some kind of culinary program here. I certainly was hoping there was. And um, I, when I saw it, I immediately reached out to Thomas Nelson Community College and said, you know, how can I, what can I do? How can I contribute? I love this program. I'd love to be part of it. And um, at the time, there was kind of some transition going on with Allison um, Allison Patterson, who is our, he's, she's, I think her, she's co-founder and also lead instructor, but she was moving into a different role with a different job and they needed, they needed someone else. And that someone else, yay, 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 fortunately turned out to be <laughs> me. So I'm thrilled about that. But then of course COVID came. So it's been, um, it's been transitional and just a lot of, um, a lot of what this program is about anyway, innately, which is just kind of staying in touch with the students, making sure everything's going on great in their lives, in their kitchens, what are they doing, and, you know, bridging the gap until we begin again in February. Um, my personal background is, uh, I like most people that cook, or most people that love food, which is hopefully almost everybody, because it makes the world a better place. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I grew up in the country, I have a grandmother who's an amazing cook, um, my nana, she came from a family of 26, so she was a great cook and a great nurturer, but it was ultimate, I went to school to study journalism, I went to Boston College to study journalism, um, which is what I did, and consider myself primarily a journalist and a writer, however, it turns out that I had this lucky break after I got married and moved to Minneapolis. Um, when Julia Child, I ran into her at a, a food and wine festival, and she's my idol, you know. And she said, "Can you go to the?" I said, "How do I get into food writing?" You know, I wanted to get into food writing specifically, not just journalism in general. And she said, "Can you get to the Cordon Bleu?" And I was so lucky that I was able to go to Paris and go to the Cordon Bleu, and not just for the initially the basic program, but ultimately the full nine yard chefs, the whole program. So it was it was awesome. And then from there, I got I did go into food writing. That has been, what has that been, something like 30 years ago, and here I still am talking and writing about food. And for me, like a lot of our students, I think um, it can be a very circuitous 
an unusual and unpredictable path the way most people get into cooking professionally. It was for me, certainly unexpected. And I did do the cooking, cooking part in restaurants and such for several years, did some cooking tours in France, but then I got back to writing. So that's sort of, I think I answered all your questions. Yes, 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 perfectly. Thank you, thank you. Thanks. Uh, Getting back to um, Chef's Go a little bit, could you tell us a little bit about the history um, on the development of this program? Of course, absolutely. Robin Carson, who's wonderful and who, by the way, is in spirit here today, so is Allison, we're sort of the Chef's Go three cheerleaders. Um, It really is, it goes back to Robin, who's... um, very successful. Well, she would never say that. She's very modest, but I, I could say it for her. Um, and very, uh, very successful and very smart, ultimately, businesswoman with a lot of co- um, corporate connections here in the Williamsburg area, many of them relating to the food and beverage industry um, at, at Kings Mill. Um, she, and the, I, can't, I just can't remember her resume off the top of my head, but it's, it's very impressive. She's also a really impressive woman, and she's innately a teacher and, a, and sort of a mentor. Um, and she, as, an, as, a, as a resident or native of the area, she also splits her time in Florida. Um, she's also a great cook. But she recognized through her inter, interactions with people in the industry that there was chefs were actually, there was a real shortage of labor in their kitchens. Um, not just of labor, but of really, you know, really educated labor, ready to run, ready to go, ready to hit the ground running in the restaurants labor. And so that was the impetus for Chef's Go. And I, I don't know the, ex- I think that, I know that Robbins talks about this on our link to our live applications, which I know we're going to be talking about. But um, so she, she just kind of worked with Thomas Nelson. Thomas Nelson worked with her. They put together this program, Chef's Go, three years ago. Um, this, I think, is our third year, our third sort of convoluted COVID year. But still, we're still here. Thank God everyone is healthy and well, and like you. Um, and that, it's, it's sort of, it, that's how it, that's how it, it was the support of Thomas Nelson, the willingness to support the program, Robin's passion for it. Ultimately, she got Allison engaged, um, who she knew previously from, I believe, working at King's Mill. And um, voila. And it, so they put together the program. In that time since then, I think it's gotten even better. Just a wonderful program, really unique, and a lot of love in this program, and a lot of support from Thomas Nelson itself and the workforce development. It sounds like it, and I can hear your passion and enthusiasm for this program. Yeah. Well, our students are just so marvelous, you know. I just, I really do feel, I feel uh, torn because on the one hand, you know, I feel very much like, holy chef, you know, teach, you know, how to use your knife, you clean your station, have your mise en place, you know, all the things that are very important in working properly in a kitchen. And on the other hand, I feel like a mother figure, you know, just sort of like I want to, I really do feel like I just want to, and I know Robin and Allison feel the same way. And really, there's more than there are other people in the program that do too. So cool. Do you see, and this isn't one of the questions that we talked about before, but I just thought of this now. Okay. Um, do you see, uh, or is there already a pastry chef part included in that? Because I really love decorating cakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, pastry is one of the components of the class. The, okay. actual, the actual classroom and kitchen lab part of the program is, is half of the program. It's 13 weeks. So that it's like when we start in February, the classroom part, part of it's going to be online. The stuff about um, 
you know, math measuring in the kitchen, the textbook stuff, um, cleaning, uh, sanitation skills. There's a CPR class, etc. But then there, there's a two, about roughly two months worth of actual. I call it pratique because of my French background, huh? but a <laughs> practice where you actually hands on in the kitchen, hands on, knives on, boards on, cooking on, and it covers everything from the very beginning knife skills. You know how how to work with a knife properly, safely, and efficiently. Because when you're in a restaurant, you know you can't even believe how much production of it's just the amazing amount of chopping and dicing and prepping that goes on. Mountains of food. Then it's really most of it's all done by hand with the knife. Um, and then so the knife skills, and then you get into sauces, you get into soups, you get into pastry, we get into bread. It's not it, because of the course. It's it's 13 weeks, which is a lot, but it's not a year of pastry, you know. So it's you're getting the basics. You're getting your understanding bread, yeast, dough, um, quick breads, um, you know, all the things that you really need to know, again, to get into a kitchen and get working so that okay. you have the framework and the launching pad. And then from there, you know, I think it was Julia Child who said, or Mark Twain, or two of my favorite people, but something along the lines of, I know Julia Child said it, the more that I get to know, uh, the more that I learn about cooking, the more I realize I don't know. And um, I think that's really true, because it's kind of like life, I think, you know, I, I really think that there are massive parallels between life and cooking, and, um, you know, the, the lessons that we learn in them. And so... Yeah, but there's pastry. You might need to come along and uh, join the party. I might need to. (laughs) You might need to come along. I think that this might be something good to to take, even if you're not going into the professional field, like just to know how to cook if you're interested in it, whether you do anything professionally or if you take it any further or not. Yeah, exactly. You you really hit the nail on the head there, Deborah, because it's it's true. It's as um, Robin likes to say, and I absolutely agree with her again parallel life it's what you make it so the program is designed in the in the truest sense it's designed to be an absolutely functional launching pad to get to work in a kitchen and be ready to work in a kitchen um in a way that's going to be helpful to a chef uh, that so you can you can actually contribute to the team and all of that um but beyond that Sorry, I just got a little bit distracted. My but apologies. Kind of like, no, not at all, but kind of like me when I started, um, you know, I, I sort of thought I wanted to be a journalist and it was not until I got married and I sort of got back to my roots. And I thought, oh, I really love cooking. I need to get back to cooking. And how can I incorporate that in my career? And so that's why I went to cooking school. And then when I went to cooking school, I realized I love cooking so much. I want to cook. So Everybody in their life, regardless of their age, regardless of whether they're 18, which is how old you need to be when you start the program, because it's a state law, you have to be a certain age to be able to work with some of the equipment in the kitchen, or whether you're 62, and no, I'm not there yet, (laughs) but, and we have had students from that range. I mean, we have had very young people have tried started school, college in the traditional sense, where it really hasn't been a fit for them, or... They've started, they've had another career and they've just like, wow, you know, I really want, I want to get more into cooking or a mother or, you know, a very traditional, you know, say a very traditional man or woman or a man who just want to be better cooks and have the time available. So it's, so there's, there's a, there's, is some restrictions in terms of, in terms of time and commitment that are very real for somebody that may have a full-time job 
or a family or education elsewhere. So, for example, this paid mentorship part of the program, which is when they're actually working in kitchens after you get your certification from Chef's Go, that's a, that's a commitment, just like a real job. And it's, it's 40 hours, up to 40 hours a week in a kitchen, um, and you're working the hours of the restaurant, which can be a little bit crazy, but it's it's kind of because it's an it's a it's a two way street because on the one hand, you know the chefs have a kitchen that they have to run and they need to be able to depend on their staff, and on the other hand, it's a it's a way that for our students to realize that when they're actually in a kitchen, sort of how that works timeline wise. Okay, so you touched a little bit on tuition. I understand yes. that there uh, is a scholarship opportunity out there. For yes, you? there are the tuition the the base tuition for the whole program, which is again the thirteen weeks of our classroom and kitchen time at um, Warhill high school which is where we actually have this fabulous kitchen there oh my god it's really world class i literally took my breath away when i walked in there and i've been in some pretty amazing kitchens i have um but and then after that the mentorship so the total tuition is 2795 dollars, and that includes what i just mentioned plus uniforms chef's uniforms knife sets aprons hats textbooks i mean really it's it's quite the package but um Partial scholarships are available to all of our students, and they are they are the financial assistance that goes through the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, and it is available to all qualified applicants. Um, details for accessing that are all in the application process um, uh, application, which is online currently at um, tncc.edu, and then you go to Workforce, and then you go to ChefsGo. It's all outlined right there. Yes, I, I found a lot of information on it. There's there's the what you receive section, the what's included in tuition, prerequisites, tentative dates. It's all lined out for you. So yes. they make it easy to understand. And I love that you checked it out. Bravo. <laughs> yes, because Allison gets credit for that. She's just like a wonder woman in general, but especially when it comes to putting together you know, a lot of information in a compelling and interesting and understandable way and also beautifully presented. I mean, she's just a maestro. I I don't think she realizes how talented she is. I tell her all the time, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes people don't see their, sometimes people don't recognize their own skills as much as others do. That's true. That's true. That's true. So that's why one of the reasons why I love, where we all love in, interacting with our students so much, because like people, like all people, they have their assets, they have these strengths that these, they're sort of unpolished gems that are happening right before our eyes in the kitchen. So it's, yes. it's wonderful to see. Definitely. Ayana, you had a question? Yes. First, hey. I would like to say you did a very good job answering the previous questions. And <laughs> Thank you. And I'm going to turn it over to our next question. Thank you. Tell us about the kitchen lab study. How does that work? So it is um, currently with a kitchen, like you said, at Warhill, uh, uh, let's see, a high school off of right by the, right near the, the Williamsburg Thomas campus. Nelson. Yes, right. The Thomas Nelson, right across from Harris Teeter, which is where we shop by the food to bring to the kitchen. So it's very handy. It's, um, I don't know the actual square footage. It is enormous. It's stainless steel, top to bottom, uh, industrial kitchen. It's used to service, to, to make the food to feed the students, which of which there are many. I want to say 
I want to say some astounding amount. I felt like I was in college when I was in that school. It was it was a really large and beautiful school. Um, so basically, the students each have their own station. So they have um, their cutting boards station. They have in, at that station. They also can have their knives, their whole knife kit. They're in uniform, and each it varies a little bit depending on what we're studying. Like one of the classes that we had before we had to close last year was an herbs. Um, and and, um, spices class and that was led by one of our star uh, mentor instructors Travis Bust from um, Williamsburg Inn and so on that particular day we had some um, some fresh thyme, some fresh oregano, a host of fresh herbs. Um, he brought in a soup that he had prepped back at this very very creative I thought back at at the inn. It was a tomato soup. And then the students were given the option to work with the soup four or five different ways with different herbs, hot, cold, and um, just to come up with a completely different flavor profile and see how the herbs changed depending upon the circumstances and how they were, how they were prepared. So it's going to change with each situation, but so if it's pastry, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have the amount of flour or the eggs or whatever they're going to be working with, the butter, um, they will have studied prior to the class what the lesson is in their in their Culinary Institute of America chef's book textbook, which is comprehensive and amazing. And then there will be actual instruction in the classroom with a chef available. And I'm also will be in every class. I'll be teaching some, but if I'm not teaching some, I'll be there. So there's it's a, it's a two to one ratio for each of the students. Oh, not two to one, two, one to eight. So there's two instructors for up to 16 students in any given situation. So it's very hands-on. And then they start cooking. And then they start tasting. And then everybody gets to take what they cooked home and the, and the things that they brought to take them home. And then everybody cleans the kitchen together, like in real life, like in a real kitchen. And, and they have to do it within a certain amount of time. It's very much like working in a real kitchen, which is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's you have to follow rules. You have to follow protocol. It's fun, but there are rules to follow. So it's, it's, it's as much as real life as possible, I think. It's fun. It's also a lot of fun. It's fun to cook and to taste food with other people that, that love doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes, it really is. I, I love your energy with that food. You make me want to go in there and put <laughs> some know. herbs and spices in there, too. It I'm is fun. <laughs> I think it's more fun than anything. It's true in a restaurant. I worked at one of the lines I worked at a restaurant way back in the day in Minneapolis. And this is true in almost any restaurant except a French restaurant, which I, at least the French chefs I've worked with are some, some of the strictest that could possibly ever live, but that's okay because it's en français. But this, I had this kind of renegade chef I worked with in Minneapolis who was, um, was actually quite famous. Well, within the chef's world, he is. So I, I won't necessarily say his name, but he loved he loved ACDC. So at the end of every night, it'd be dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it was. I mean, I was I was married. I was 28, 30, 32 years old, and I was just like rocking out. Most of the other people, you know, it was just fun. It's fun, <laughs> but it's different. You see what I'm saying? It's just it's it's a collaborative effort, and I think that comes through at Chef's Go. I know it does. Okay. Thank so. you for that. You're welcome. Now we're going to turn it over to the next question. So Perfect. what makes a good candidate for this program in your eye? So, um, well, that's um, because it could be, as we talked about a little bit earlier, it could be from such a broad universe, which is part of the beauty, I think. But I think there, there's, I know that there are some, have to be 18, um, have to be available to do the classes from 3 to 7, Monday through Wednesday, through the first part of the program. Can these be high school students? 
They, if they're 18, they're 18, they have to be 18 once they start, once they're actually working in the kitchen. At the, okay. I think it's at the restaurants, once they're actually working in the restaurants because of state laws or certif- laws to keep people safe because some of that equipment's the pretty. Knives and-, and the cutting machines and, you know, some of that. So, um um, physically, physicality. I mean, there's there is going to be time on your feet working in the kitchen. Um, in that goes for school, as well as certainly in the restaurant. So you need to be physically able to do that. You need to be able to get to and from the class. But other than that, you know, it's you could be you could be eighteen and a half and you know a high school dropout. Somebody, somebody who's twenty five and started high school or college and just decided they didn't like it or they graduated college and they loved it but they just want to they decided they love cooking and they want to learn more about it and I think the other thing too that's important to note that is one of the things that makes Jessica so special I think is not only is it prepared designed and success successfully prepares the students to work in a restaurant but it it, it also prepares them to pursue literally because ca- literally countless careers that have to do with food and food the food industry or food and cooking you know so whether that be like for me I'm I'm a cookbook author that's really what I am and a a teacher and and a chef I'm all of those things and it sort of came together in a weird way but it started for me well at least cooking wise it started obviously in cooking school but from there you could do what I did you could do what Allison Patterson did was was events and food and beverage front of the house kind of stuff, not necessarily working in the kitchens. There's PR, you know, you could be get involved with publicity, but that really is, and there's a lot of that, by the way, that's very focused on um, culinary, the culinary world. You could, you could start a food truck, you could open a small bakery, you could become a food blogger. I, it's just, it's sort of the world is your oyster, and I love saying that because it's we're like in Virginia. The sky is the limit. The sky is the limit, and we're in Virginia, oyster territory. In fact, one of the things that this this is not just in the kitchen. Some of the some of the program includes um, uh, field trips, like for example, to Virginia Institute of Marine Science um, out, out in Gloucester. Mm-hmm. Students go there every year to this wonderful field trip, which is really so much more so fun. It, I was I was. I was able to go to the, it's in February, um, it's the beginning, near the beginning of the program, and there was cooking demonstrations, there were oyster shucking contests, there were, um, there were some cooking competitions with, in fact, two of, one of our former grads who won the cooking competition, yay, yeah. so she had a lot of cheerleaders in the crowd, <laughs> she's working with the chef beast at Williamsburg Inn, still very happy there, um, so... Yeah, and there's there's a there's a dinner at, at Waypoint Inn for a fine dining experience, so students can experience what it's like to be on the other Actually, end, to be on the, the receiving kitchen. end of the food that they're preparing. So it's and um, it's just it's just wonderful that way. It's just really well rounded. Did, did I answer the question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. great. You did better. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> Holly. Can you tell us some information about how we can find out more about Chefs Go uh, on social media? Oh, yes, absolutely. We have a wonderful, wonderful social media director. I believe that's Brent's title. I call him, well, he calls himself, I think he wouldn't mind my telling this, Chef Crepe Pepin, because Jacques Pepin is a French chef, so Crepe Pepin, he's he's kind of a wordster. Um, But he he oversees uh, all of the workforce development 
social media, but um, it lately has been very active with Chefs Go because, of course, we're we're launching our online application just started like yesterday. Um, so you can go to the Thomas Nelson Workforce um, Facebook page. Um, I just can't think of the dot edu whatever dot dot whatever it is. Um, face tnccs dot or slash backslash fb Facebook. That's okay. If all else fails, everyone, you can always Google chefs, that's C-H-E-F-S, capitalize G and capitalize the O, and you'll find it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's, he, he, has been, he has been shooting some amazing videos. Um, just yesterday, we, in fact, we were in, because we, right now, Warhill, unfortunately, is closed. So right, my home kitchen has been our, we've been, that's been our, it's been our kitchen. So um, again, part of keeping the students engaged and excited and it's sort of the small family that we are we have become, two of our students, EJ and Sadia, came over and we did a pizza topping, a top pizza topper um, cooking competition. And so Brent filmed it in a... The, so it went live today, and uh, the, the second half is going to be up there on Mondays to see who won. But the whole point of the lesson, like so many of the lessons in all of our programs, really, and in cooking, is to get a nice balance between, so we had toppings that were sweet, savory, some more crunchy, some more um, smooth, or like some fresh spinach, and some some raw garlic, and some fresh herbs. And they're, they're, they had, they could choose from five of the, the main ingredients, plus the herbs were separate. And, and kind of build a balanced pizza, build their own palate, mm. their pizza palate. And um, they did beautifully. I was so proud of both of them. And they both were delicious and beautiful. So everyone went home with Everyone went home full and happy, <laughs> oh. but that's up there. But there's some. There's he's done a bunch of videos with some local farmers, and um, should be some ongoing updates going, and hopefully more interaction with the actual students too, past and present. Some of our former students as well. Okay, well, sounds good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap this up, I have a couple of random questions that just my brain is random. Toss it out. Favorite food to eat and favorite food to cook. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> see, because I'm so much of a savory person, but when I think of favorites, that's like indulgence. So then I think sweet. So um, and of course, me too. <laughs> I think I think a lot of us think like that. You know? So like ice cream, boy, I love ice cream, but I've got to go with souffle. I've got to go with a sweet souffle. That's, that's your favorite to cook or your favorite to eat? To eat. Okay. I, I well, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say like a raspberry souffle or a chocolate souffle with a really nice creme anglaise, warm sauce over it. That's one of my favorite meals. One of my most memorable meals I ever had in Paris concluded with a with a with a souffle. You know, presented with with a you have the big the big puffy souffle that's so beautiful, and, and then the 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 server just almost cruelly just stabs it with a spoon so they get deflate. And then you see, you see the, you see the creamy, ooey deliciousness in the middle. And then they pour the, the sauce and it, you know, it's just, it's all egg yolks and it's all egg yolks and cream. It's, mm. it's, well, egg, it's also, it's not just egg yolks. There's also a lot of egg whites in there that makes the souffle part happen. But, um, so I got, I got to go with like, like a raspberry or a chocolate souffle or a cheese souffle. And then to make, I think that was the other question, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I love, I love, well, it's probably because it's fall that I'm leaning that way, but probably my absolute favorite thing, and there's no question, absolute favorite, has to be a stew. Anything that's a braised, long cooking, delicious smelling, and delicious to taste. So, like, I love, like, a bouffe bourguignon with traditional 
a wine beef stew or just, you know, anything with fall vegetables, root vegetables, and some kind of braising meat, chicken or beef or pork. I have a one that I love to make with um, pork butt with apples. It sounds kind of strange and sage, but then serve it over polenta. And it's just, it's so wonderful because like on a Saturday when it's cool or even snowing out, you have something like that going and you just know that in about three or four hours you're going to be eating it. And the whole time the house smells delicious. Mm. And it's it's actually usually fairly nutritious and relatively inexpensive way to cook because the, the pieces of meat that lend themselves to that kind of cooking are typically tough and inexpensive and from, as they say, cooking working parts of the animal. So that it's that long, slow cooking process that really breaks them down and makes them delicious. Ah, well, I don't know about you, Ayana, but I am certainly hungry now. <laughs> I, I yes. just think I'm getting hungry, too. No, in my head, I'm like, okay, so I need to come to her house. You know? <laughs> I just started to think, I think, in the back of my head, what am I cooking for dinner tonight? Because I don't think, I, I don't think I've thought about it yet. And now I think somehow my, my stomach is going to my brain. What? <laughs> but that's how it goes, right? It's better. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to, again, thank um, uh, the lead instructor for Chef's Go, uh, Holly Herrick, for being here with us today. Thank uh, you so This much. was a wonderful, wonderful podcast segment. So thank you. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, check out Chef's Go uh, online. And again, it's perfect for anyone who's interested in cooking for a living or furthering their education, uh, their culinary education. Or even if you just want to, you know, if you're interested in learning more about cooking just for your everyday life, um, Chef's Go is definitely a wonderful program. And please look into that. All right. Um, I am your host, Deborah Godet, along with my co-host for today. Ayanna Tucker. All right. And we want to thank you guys for tuning Tune in again. to the meetup. Thank see you for ne- having me. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you. you did an excellent job. I'll see <laughs> you, you guys too. next time on the meetup. <laughs>